Recently, I had an experience with credit card fraud that caused so much unnecessary stress and anxiety. I spent hours on the phone and in chats with my credit card company. I had to get two different cards before the fraud stopped and I was so worried about what was gonna happen to my money in my bank account. And I sometimes have the fear that it's gonna happen again, right? And that's why I'm so excited to introduce You Are The Healer's newest sponsor, Aura, an app for protecting online data and personal information. Cleaning up my information not only helps reduce the amount of spam I get, but it protects me from hackers who could use this information to help them access things like my social media accounts, bank accounts, and other sensitive information. Protecting yourself and your personal information is a form of self-care. I swear. Go to my sponsor, ara.com healer to get a 14-day free trial and have peace of mind knowing your information is safe. Again, that's ara, A-U-R-A, dot com slash healer for your two-week free trial. Therapy has been so largely beneficial on my mental health journey, and I'm really excited to announce that this podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you know me, you've probably heard me say that therapy is mandatory because there's absolutely nothing wrong with seeking help, and I think that every single person who walks this earth needs it. So I'm really excited to be connected with BetterHelp and offer affordable and accessible therapy um, the link will be in my show notes, or you can go to betterhelp.com slash healer. That's better, H-E-L-P.com slash healer. Welcome to the You Are the Healer podcast. This is Sydney Rindernecht, a psych nurse and your host, here to educate, support, and motivate and encourage you to be your own healer and to take care of yourself as we dive into different mental health topics. Let's get into the episode. Hello, thank you guys for tuning in. This episode is going to be on gratitude. We are going to talk about the what is gratitude, why we need it, some barriers to being grateful, how we can establish gratitude in our lives, and wrapping up with my experience of gratitude and my relationship to it. Um, I would like to start with a little check in. I think my episodes are going to start with like a What am I healing through? What am I growing through this week? I did think of the idea of my anxious thought of the week because it's almost funny to vocalize your anxious thoughts because they seem kind of ridiculous. So I think this week that's what I'm going to do. Basically, what am I scared of? What am I feeling anxious about? And then I like doing a high and low as kind of like a check-in. Before I get into all that, I am recording this on vacation and I'm in a public park so if there's a little more noise when there's people walking by uh, that's kind of where we're at so just keep that in mind I apologize for the uh, sound quality anyways so I decided to do anxious thought of the week something I'm feeling anxious about is just putting myself out there in general and this is in multiple settings in my life it's difficult. Um, it basically being vulnerable is something that I'm currently scared of. Um, just because being vulnerable, you put yourself out there to be hurt. And that's something that I have recent experience with. Um, I went through a breakup and I was very vulnerable and I was very hurt. So even now, right now I'm solo traveling, even going up to someone and saying like, hi, nice to meet you. Like, I get scared by that. Just thinking, I don't know, I have a lot of limiting beliefs. And it's like, oh, they're not going to like me. And 
blah, blah, blah. So that is something that I am working through this week, but happy to say that I introduced myself to a stranger at my hostel and we became like automatic besties. So do the things you're scared of. I'm trying to really recognize when I'm scared of something and then just do it anyways. That's kind of my motto right now. Do it anyways, do it scared. Okay, so a low that I have in this season of my life I've been traveling for three weeks. That's not the low. My low is I have been constantly unsettled. I've been picking my stuff up, moving it around for three weeks. I have been doing a little tour of Italy. I went to Spain. Right now I'm in Portugal. And until tonight, the longest I've ever spent, ever, <laughs> longest on this trip that I've spent has been two nights. So every two nights, at least, I've been moving around, picking up all my stuff and going on trains in a new country. Right now, I don't speak the language here, so that's just very unsettling. Um, and I'm a little homesick right now. I miss my kitty cat, uh, but my twin's doing a really good job, and her boyfriend. They're sending me lots of videos of her, and I'll get over it. She'll be okay. Um, that's a current low I have, just that feeling of like not knowing, uncertainty, un just being unsettled. I just can't wait to be home on my couch. Okay, and a high that I have. The high in comparison to the low doesn't even compare, but... I have been so proud of myself recently. I've just been like living my life and I've been, you know, doing things that normally would scare me, but I've just been like persevering and I'm just so proud of myself. I, when I set my mind to something and then do it, it's like, I'm able to trust myself that much more. Um, and for example, you know, saying I'm going to do something and then doing it like this podcast. I said for the longest time, Oh, I want to start a podcast. I'm going to start a podcast. But now I'm sitting here and I'm actually doing it. And like, I'm telling people about it. And it's just, it's, it's awesome to kind of set your mind to something and then be proud of that. Um, and like traveling, I've, I've said, you know, something I really, really enjoy doing is traveling. And I said, I'm gonna do that. So this whole month I'm traveling and I'm just really like inspired by myself. Um, it's just been really incredible to, to live, kind of live your dreams. <laughs> I don't know if that sounds corny or not, but that's, that's how I feel. Okay. So let's get into the episode. Um, we're going to talk about what is gratitude. I love gratitude so much. Um, it is so beneficial to your well-being, and it has helped me immensely. It's literally retrained my brain. So let's get into it. I'll talk about my experience more at the end. So what is gratitude? Gratitude's a couple things. Um, it's a practice, it's a feeling, and it's a state of being. So let's get into that. So your gratitude practice is routinely practicing the quality of being thankful and showing appreciation. Uh, the feeling is basically when you feel grateful for something, that like warm feeling in your chest, it's just that, that emotion. And then lastly, gratitude is a state of being. I won't get too into the vibrational frequency talk. Um, but if you know, you know, um, it's basically your mind, body, and spirit is all in this state of gratitude. So when I think of gratitude, one of the first things that comes to my mind is, um, I don't watch this big mouth. Um, there is the anxiety mosquito who kind of buzzes around and has all these anxious thoughts and it, like won't leave you alone. You try to spot it away and the anxious thoughts are always there. And then the gratitude, the gratitude comes in and it eats the mosquito. <laughs> so he basically talks to the girl and he's like, well, what's one thing you're grateful for? And she's like, my friends. And then he like eats one of the mosquitoes. And um, it's just 
I think of it as a really good way to combat anxiety. And I love the Gratitude. The Gratitude, if you don't watch Big Mouth, it's just so cute. I love him. Um, but anyways, gratitude is basically like counting your blessings, as corny as that sounds, um, and bringing attention and awareness to what you already have in your life. Basically an abundance mindset versus a lack mindset. So why do we need gratitude? Um, if you struggle with anxiety or if you're looking to improve your mental health, if you go on Google and you're like, how can I help myself? It feels like gratitude is talked about everywhere. And it's almost like frustrating how corny it is. Cause it's like, Oh, just count your blessings. Like think of the things you're grateful for. It's like, okay, like I'm really struggling. Like this is kind of stupid. The reason why it's talked about so much is because it works. And I understand all the reservations on it because when I was super depressed, I was like, bro, I'm not going to, I can't think of a single thing that I'm grateful for. So it's one of those things where you practice it and then it becomes easier and easier, just like meditation and mindfulness and stuff like that. So gratitude helps change the direction of your thoughts. So I like to think of negative thoughts kind of like a snowball rolling down a hill. Um, like that's the direction your negative thoughts are going to go unless you do something to stop that. So gratitude kind of stops that snowball from rolling and it helps you focus on the here and now, what's already great, what already exists. Um, and from my last episode, we talked a lot about not being in the present moment. So mindfulness brings us back to the present and gratitude reminds us of good things in the present. So they're very much hand in hand. Um, that's kind of why I wanted to talk about them right after each other because they kind of build on each other. Um, so a lot of what our conditioning in society, <laughs> I feel like when I talk about this kind of stuff, I either sound like crazy like our societal conditioning but honestly that is why a lot of mental health struggles are prevalent yes mental illness is real all of that stuff but the way that we are conditioned to live now is not good for our well-being and that is part of the reason why i'm so passionate about mental health and this podcast is because i want to help everybody including myself by doing this like rid ourselves of that conditioning and help us do well because the way that our society is set up it is not set up for us to succeed. I won't go on tangent about capitalism, but capitalism succeeds when we need things to feel better about ourselves. Anyways, anyways. So a lot of our conditioning tells us now you need to have the next best thing. You need to keep working and, and achieving and striving for something else. Like just for an example, you need to have a Tesla. You need to have these really nice pairs of shoes, this great career. You need to be in a romantic relationship. You need to have all this stuff gratitude kind of cuts that narrative and teaches you everything i have is enough everything i have is all that i need and that is a completely different narrative than the one that we get from society in our condition practicing gratitude helps you move away from that mental turmoil that those negative thoughts like that snowball rolling down the hill and gratitude moves you towards alignment with joy and peace and abundance. And so it's so simple, but it is so impactful. So when I was kind of looking into things for this episode, I found something from a Harvard study and it kind of shows us why we need gratitude or why it can be helpful. So it said gratitude is strongly and consistently associated with greater happiness. Gratitude helps people feel more positive emotions, relish good experiences, improve their health, deal with adversity, 
and build strong relationships. And I mean, I can, I can be a testament to all of these things. Um, it really just helps you. It sounds so corny, but like stop and smell the roses. Like you're going to appreciate things as they're happening versus, you know, being on autopilot or being ungrateful. Um, and I like that there's a lot of research and science behind these things. Cause it, I mean, I know them to be true, um, but it's really nice. Like, Oh, Harvard did a little study on that. So anyways, um, another thing that I was looking into with gratitude is the law of attraction. And that basically relates with gratitude because gratitude is like showing love for something. It's like, I appreciate this thing. So when you express love for something, you attract more of it. That's basically the, the quick and dirty of the law of attraction. So when you show appreciation for what you have, there's more room for more of it to come. And a key to this law of attraction, because it's really easy to be grateful for, Oh, I'm grateful for my family. I'm grateful. I have a house like those really big things. But the key to this is to be grateful for the little things over and over practicing gratitude over the small things will boost your mood daily. Even if just a fraction, um, you will get into the routine and you will experience more positive experiences, emotions, moods, things like that daily. Whereas if you're just like, Oh, I'm grateful that I'm alive. Like that's a wonderful thing to be grateful for, but you can only practice that over and over so much. You know what I mean? Okay. Uh, one of the first things I recommend to people, um, is having a gratitude practice. It helped me so much and it's really, really good for depression and anxiety symptoms because if you think about it, it's hard to be actively sad and grateful in the same moment. Like you can't be like, Oh, I hate everything. And I love my dog. You know, even if just for a few seconds, when you, when you put your full attention, when you put a hundred percent into being practicing gratitude or being grateful, your negative thoughts and feelings will temporarily stop because like if you, if you're really anxious and you, and you 100% focus on the feeling of, of gratitude and being grateful, it, you can't, you can't actively be both at the same time, which I understand, you know, anxiety is very real. And if you're feeling like generalized anxiety, that's, that's one thing. But for even a fraction of a second, practicing gratitude takes you out of that negative feeling and it kind of stops the snowball. And having a routine gratitude practice over time will shift you out of that negativity mindset and into abundance and all of the wonderful things that we want to feel to make our mental health better. Okay. So we're going to get into barriers of gratitude. So when I do my groups in the hospital, usually every group, I like to wrap up with people saying three things that they're grateful for. And sometimes my patients can't think of anything. They sit there and they're like, Oh my God, like I literally can't think of anything. And that is normal. I mean, it's very upsetting. Um, but it can be really challenging to think of something you're grateful for, especially if this is a new practice to you. Depression makes it really hard to see anything good in your life. That's like one of the main symptoms is like apathy, like everything sucks or at least everything's neutral. Nothing's good. And so if you're struggling with that type of mindset, it's important to remind yourself, like your mind lies to you, your, your thoughts are not who you are. And it can be helpful to think of like, this is a symptom of my illness or whatever you want to call it. If you struggle with like major depression or anxiety, you can say like, this is my anxiety speaking. This is not me and separate yourself from the things that you are experiencing because ultimately, 
okay, it's like so hard not to talk about spirituality when it comes to mental health, but ultimately like you are your being, you are that soul inside of you and your anxiety and your depression is part of being human. It's part of your conditioning. It's not you. And so it can be important to remind yourself like, okay, this isn't me talking. This is my anxiety. This is my depression. Depression. <clears throat> and this kind of goes right in the hand, right into a huge barrier of gratitude is having negative thoughts, negative biases, because you're looking to confirm what you believe. If you're super depressed and you have this belief that life sucks, you are only going to look for things that show that to be true. And I know that was definitely how I was when I was super depressed is I only looked for things that sucked because my belief was like, everything is horrible. <laughs> um, so that's a huge barrier to gratitude and your gratitude practice. Okay. So we talked about how negative thoughts, mental illness, different symptoms make it hard to be grateful. And the reason I bring up barriers to all of these different wellness topics that we'll be diving into is to bring awareness to why it's, why it's difficult to practice this thing. So my, my hope is that in, in educating on the things that make it hard to be grateful, it, it'll make it easier for all of us to be aware when we are doing things like negative thinking and then all of the things that I'll be talking about. And if you, if you know how something is harmful to you, it, it helps you it just brings awareness to it. And I could talk about, Oh, how gratitude is great and all this stuff. But the reality is, is there's reasons why, um, it's hard to be grateful. And so that's kind of why I like to talk about all the barriers. Okay. The next one I want to talk about is jealousy. So jealousy basically stems from comparison and looking at somebody else and their circumstances and what they have and feeling like what you have isn't enough. So obviously it's kind of opposite to gratitude. So you can always look at somebody else or some other thing and say, well, they have more friends. They have more money. Um, they're getting more attention than me. And it's basically the grass is always greener mindset. And you're shifting the attention away from yourself. And comparison is one of those things that I think a lot of people struggle with. I really struggle with this included. I mean, being an identical twin, it was like the way that I conceptualize it is like, <laughs> Like, comparison was never my choice. I was always, people were always comparing me and my sister without my, like, own original thought of it. So naturally, it became something that I just did with, with my sister and then everybody else after that. And that is something that really robs you of a feeling of, I'm grateful for what I have because you're always looking at somebody else. And, you know, it's a cliche, but the other day I said, you know, cliches happen. Um, you say them for a reason. Comparison's a thief of joy. It it robs you of all the goodness that you have going on because you can always compare yourself to somebody else and 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 find ways that you don't measure up. But the only person that it's helpful to compare yourself to is yourself. And I know that that's been said before a million times, but it's so true. Everyone has different circumstances, different experiences, and that's what makes honestly, the world's so great is everybody's so unique and we have all of these differences. And that is also why it's totally unfair to compare yourself to other people. And jealousy is also coming from this place of lack mindset. And I say I'll reference like lack mindset and abundance mindset, because that's really something that 
gratitude shifts us from lack to abundance. So lack mindset is basically feeling ungratefulness and not appreciating what you have, thinking there can always be more. That's basically going to lead us into our next barrier that is greed. But abundance mindset is really feeling and appreciating and practicing gratitude for the things that you already have and then following the law of attraction, knowing that there is always more to come. There's an abundance. So the next barrier is greed. And that is basically the feeling or the belief that you can always have more. Like it's it's never enough. All the stuff that you have is never enough and that you'll be happy when you have this thing. You'll be happy when X, Y, Z, fill in the blanks. And you're living in, in the future waiting for happiness when happiness can only be felt in the present moment. And so you're, you're basically feeling like if you obtain more things, you'll, you'll feel better about that feeling of lack that you have within yourself. And greed and, and how obtaining material things works is like if, if you have this mindset, nothing will ever sat, like satisfy you. And I'm sure that we can all relate to a feeling that we've had when I'm like, oh, when I, when I make more money, then I'll finally be able to relax. When I make more money, then I'll finally be happy. When I finally have, you know, this nice designer bag or, you know, whatever it is, that, that type of mindset and thinking never ends and you will never be satisfied. I also, something that came to my mind as I'm talking is thinking of like body image. I know that when I really struggled with my eating disorder, it was like, when I reach this goal weight, then I'll finally like myself for when, you know, I do this thing. And, and it was basically like the, the bar kept getting raised because it, it, it was never enough because the deeper belief was the feeling of not enoughness and not appreciating what your current situation is. And so greed is like a, uh, it's very difficult. So that is a huge reason why it, it can be hard to be grateful. Huge barrier. Uh, the next barrier I want to talk about is pride. So pride is basically like when you derive a sense of pleasure or like when you, how do I want to say this? Um, your achievements and your possessions give you a, an, a sense of self-importance basically. And, and it's kind of like vanity in the sense, and this is a barrier to gratitude because you're thinking of like you as a person and, and your achievements, your possessions is, is greater than everything else. And so it's almost like when you're really prideful, you're like too good to appreciate things because you feel like you deserve more. And that kind of is on the same vein of narcissism, which is more so feeling entitled, like, like I need all of these things because I'm so great. But narcissism is really tricky because you have that belief. And I'm, and I'm not going around diagnosing people as narcissists, but there's narcissistic tendencies. There's narcissistic personality disorder. I will probably do an episode on personality disorders in the future because they're so interesting. But this is basically like having traits of narcissism is what I'm talking about is you feel you have a very low sense of self-esteem and you feel so bad about yourself that you need things and you need to boast about yourself in order to basically feel better about yourself in order to fill that void. It's, and it's, it's, it's almost like the opposite of what you would think 
because when narcissists present themselves, everyone thinks, like, oh, they think they're so cool. They think they're so cool. But really the deep rooted subconscious belief is like, I am not enough. I feel so bad about myself. I need these big shiny things to feel better. And with narcissism, pride, greed, you're, you're yearning for more things and you want and you want and you want because you really want to feel better about yourself. And you're just going about it in a, in a different way that is essentially never ending. You can keep going down that route and still not feel better. The next barrier that I want to talk about is a little bit different of a vein. It's expectations. And this one is interesting for me to talk about because this one is really a big barrier for me to gratitude. And I'm one of those people that like, I will set expectations without even thinking about it. Like I didn't, I don't consciously think of the expectations that I'm setting, but then I'll end up feeling disappointed, which is usually because when you set expectations, especially when you don't realize you're setting expectations, you set them usually pretty high or like unrealistic. Like if you're looking forward to an event, you're like, it's going to be the best night of my life. And you're not, usually when you have expectations, it's not like none or very, very middle. Like our brain just, I don't know, I think likes to set them very high. And so when you have high expectations and things go literally any way besides what you expected, it's hard to be grateful for that thing because you expect it's different than what you expected. And so you can complain and say that things aren't how you thought they were going to be. And, and that's okay. It can be different than how you thought it was going to be. And, and comparing it to this made up version of something that you've created in your mind that literally was never real is so unfair to that experience. And you're, you're not, it's so makes it so much harder to be grateful for it because you're basically like comparing your experience to something that one never existed. And two, it was like the idealized version in your head. And so all of this stuff is basically like your mind and your thoughts creating this. And so that's why I want to talk about it because if you're aware that you're setting these expectations, you can be like, Oh wait, that's my silly little brain doing that thing again. Let me, let me chill out and let me stop doing that and just be grateful for how this thing occurred and how it went and, and how it actually is versus living in something that isn't real. And the last barrier I want to talk about is living on autopilot, living in your routine. Um, this kind of builds off what I talked about in the mindfulness episode that we're so busy. Like I almost want to say busy in air quotes because like, are we really busy? We're, we're running around, we're doing things, we're rushing and it's, it's the very mundane stuff. And when we're doing that, like our brain's not on, we're not mindful. You're not, it's, you can't be grateful because you're not paying attention. How can you be grateful for something if you're like heads, like if you're zoned out, if you're, if you're not present in your body, you can't be grateful for it basically. So this is another corny saying, but the, the stop and smell the roses, um, that is something that is kind of a mindset shift that if you're on autopilot, it's hard to do that because you've been doing the same things over and over again. And I'm realizing now because I've been traveling a little bit that I think that the reason a lot of people like traveling is because everything is new to you. And so there's no sense of that mundane or that routine. So you're literally forced to stop and appreciate things because you've never seen them before. You're, you're mindful because it's, it's, it's a new environment. And something that I was realizing, you can have that feeling of appreciation 
and newness and mindfulness around the things in your current life. You don't need to change anything. You don't need to, to get up and go somewhere new. It is a complete shift in the way that you're thinking, which is awesome because you can have a completely different experience, even if everything stays the same. So you can go on, you know, your same walk to work and you can appreciate and, and be grateful for things that that are always there. And that just is a small, simple hack to make life so much more enjoyable. And so how do we start doing this? How do we start changing the way that we think? How do we start practicing gratitude? Honestly, the easiest thing that I kind of want to start off with is say three things you're grateful for. It's like my group therapy. So right now, let me think of three things I'm grateful for. And the key to this is doing it often and staying with that feeling of gratitude. So right now I'm grateful for layers. Um, moving to Colorado, I learned the importance of layers and there's nothing better than like being the right, perfect temperature. I'm very grateful for that. Um, the next thing I am grateful for is the feeling of safety. That's something that we mostly don't pay attention to unless it's not there, but I'm very grateful that I feel safe right now. And I felt safe for uh, quite some time. I can't even think of the last time I didn't feel safe, which is, I'm very grateful for that. Um, and the last thing that I'm grateful for, this is corny. I already talked about the sun, but, or I'm going to, but I am grateful for the moon. I love the moon. Whenever I see a full moon, I'm like, there she is. I just get so excited about it. So those are three things I'm grateful for. And I encourage you to take a second, pause the episode and think of three things you're grateful for and think of them. Think of more specific things. Don't just cop out and say, oh, I'm grateful for my friends, my family, and my life. You know, those are things that are easy to be grateful for and, and sit with that feeling. So I recommend a gratitude practice. The way that you start building any habit, which I think I'll probably do an episode about in the future, but you basically pair it. If you want to start a habit, which in this case, your habit is going to be practicing gratitude, you'll start it with pairing it with something that you already do. And I really recommend and suggest doing it early in the morning. And I like to do it early in the morning because it gives you less time to form excuses, right? Um, and plus you'll get it out of the way and then you'll start your day feeling grateful, right? So um, what I like to tell my patients is I say, I like to suggest um, that they practice gratitude whenever they brush their teeth, because that's what I do, uh, say three things you're grateful for, or whenever you wash your hands. So basically the, the act of brushing your teeth or washing your hands will, will cue you in to start practicing gratitude because you already have that habit. Hopefully, please tell me that you brush your teeth and wash your hands. Um, I've been doing, I've talked about this before in group and some patients have told me like, oh, I'm going to do it whenever I get into my car because I get in and out of my car a lot during the day or whenever I look at myself in the, in the mirror. And, and depending on your life and, and areas that you want to improve on, you can totally customize this to your own experience. Like if you have really bad body image issues or body dysmorphia or low self-esteem or anything like that, you can pair gratitude. You can even do gratitude like for yourself every time you see yourself in the mirror. I know something that I did when I was struggling um, with heartbreak. Um, what I did is anytime I was realizing that I was feeling sad about my ex, I would say three things that I loved about myself. And that's, you know, it's a, it's a more niche form of gratitude, but that, I mean, that stopped my like snowball of 
negative, sad thoughts and it, and it shifted my mindset so I could really appreciate myself. And that was such a lovely thing that really, really helped me. With gratitude, with practicing gratitude, a big key to your practice is consistency one. So that's why you build those habits. And then also holding on to the feeling of gratitude for a few seconds. So I think something that a lot of people do when they practice gratitude is you rapidly list things that you're grateful for. And that, while it helps, is not as efficient because you're not staying with that wonderful feeling and warmness that is gratitude because that will change your vibrational frequency. <laughs> That'll change like your mood. If you're just rapidly thinking of things, it can be easy to go back to negativity. Whereas when you hold that warm, yummy, great feeling, it, it changes, it changes your mind. So another piece of advice I have for practicing gratitude is take your time. Like don't rush through it and be like, oh, this is something I have to do. Really like enjoy it and sit with it because gratitude is such a wonderful feeling. Um, and that's definitely something that I am learning now. I'm taking longer to feel grateful for things instead of thinking of like really specific and obscure things. I'm just sitting in that feeling of gratitude, which is really nice. So basically with a gratitude practice, essentially what it is, is you want to think of something that you're grateful for. Um, and you hold that thing in your mind, you breathe through it, you appreciate its presence in your life. I like to imagine what life would be like without that thing. And I like to think of like, this thing doesn't have to exist, but it does. And how wonderful is that? Like how awesome. And the most important part is to hold that feeling in your heart for a few seconds. And I like to thank the thing for serving me and kind of notice what has changed in my body and how I feel now. So we're going to go through a fun little example. So I am going to think of something I'm grateful for. And what comes to my mind is the sun. I love the sun. So I'm going to close my eyes and I'm going to picture the sun in my mind. Think of the sunbeams, a sunset. What about that like warm feeling that your body gets when you lay in the sun? Take a deep breath. And I'm going to really appreciate the sun's existence. And for a second, I want to imagine what it would be like to live in a world where the sun doesn't exist. And I think of, I mean, there's like no life. I, it would be gloomy. It'd be depressing. I don't even think life would like function. We'd have no plants. We'd probably be inside all the time. I don't know. I, I don't, literally don't think that humans would be alive. If you think of it like an evolutionary standpoint, we wouldn't have food to eat because the sun wouldn't grow. I'm sure we'd figure out something, but anyways, um, and when <laughs> going back to the gratitude feeling, when I think of this feeling of gratefulness that I have for the sun, I just, I feel this warm feeling in my chest and it like spreads down my arms, down my torso. And I just feel lighter in general when I practice gratitude. And so that totally changed my mood or like my, it shifted it just a little bit to be like, wow, this is awesome. And I'm just like smiling because I just, there's so many different things you could think of to be grateful for. And, and a lot of times we're on autopilot and we don't pay attention to how wonderful it is. Like literally how would life be without the sun? Like it would not exist. So 
I'm very grateful for the sun today. Okay, so that is an example of like one way to practice gratitude is really just so feeling. Um, that's my preferred way because it works really fast. It's free. I don't think I'm going to suggest anything that's not free. Like, let's be honest. Anyways, okay. Another practice that you can have is basically having a back and forth with somebody listing things that you're grateful for. Um, I like to just do this with my friends whenever we're walking around, like, you know, what's something you're grateful for right now? And we just kind of go back and forth listing things. And it's nice doing it with somebody else because sometimes they'll come up with stuff that like, you would never even think of. And it just kind of brings you guys both up. I was talking about gratitude in a group one time and one of my patients said that she has this friend who also struggles with depression and they'll call each other and they'll just have like a gratitude combo. And I think that's really special because then you both leave feeling way better. Um, another gratitude practice is writing a gratitude letter. And this is something basically where it's like a thank you note and it's up to you if you want to give it to someone or just keep it. And you basically, I mean, it's a very simple practice. You can kind of take it however you want. But when I think of it and when I do it, I just kind of write a stream of thoughts of like, thank you to this person for all of these things. And then I think it's really special if you want to give it to them, but I'm just, I'm a lover. So I'm like, oh, give it to them, you know the letter. But it can be really good for closure too. So I did this practice, um, when it was the new year, when it was becoming actually 2022 and it was a thank you letter to 2021. And I wrote, I mean, pages of like, thank you for this. And so many things came to mind that I had forgotten about, like big moments. I was like, thank you to having a graduation in person because COVID was really apparent. And I was like, thank you for all of these little things. And as I was writing more and more came up and that's, that's kind of a constant with the gratitude practice is when you think of one thing, usually like the ball starts rolling and, and you can really think of a lot more. There's also gratitude meditations. Um, this is what I really like to do if I'm feeling anxious. Um, honestly, like just gratitude in general, like I don't even need to be feeling low to want to practice gratitude. I just love it so much. Um, the gratitude meditation though is a really good way to stop the anxiety hamster wheel from spinning. There's also something that I've really been loving is I'm training for a half marathon. And so I'm doing a lot of like guided runs. And one of the guided runs I did was a gratitude run. And every minute the coach said something that he was grateful for. And it was kind of relative to running. So it was like, I'm grateful for like good running shoes or whatever. But it was so wonderful. And it the run was like 30 minutes and it went by so fast because every minute you're like holding the feeling of gratitude. And it was just wonderful. I, I'm probably going to do it again because I loved it so much. And then another good thing, this is the last um, exercise that I'll give, but this is what I like to do is before bed, when you're laying in bed, kind of go through your day and think of all the things that you're grateful for that had happened that day. It's also good because it kind of cuts the like overthinking at night. If you're like thinking about your day, because this is like a positive way to think about everything that had happened and then you're feeling good and you just fall asleep really easily. At least that's my experience. Um, I fall asleep really easily regardless, but I won't flex. That's just something I love about myself. <laughs> okay, so we are going to wrap up with my experience with gratitude. So my routine every day is when I brush my teeth, I say three things I'm grateful for. I've been doing this for like at least two years, probably longer than that. Um, I don't even remember where I heard of it, 
but it's gotten to the point where like when I'm brushing my teeth, like I will automatically just start listing things that I'm grateful for. And usually it's more than three. Usually I just say things I'm grateful for the whole time I brush my teeth because like I was talking about, once you get that ball rolling, it kind of just keeps going and it's easier to find things that I'm grateful for. Um, and then I also, whenever I journal, I like to journal almost every day. I've been off my grind while traveling, um, but journaling is so good for me. Usually I like to journal in the morning and then I will list things that I'm grateful for in that. Uh, I also do the thing right before bed where I think of all the things I'm grateful for. Um, and it's nice having gratitude first thing in the day because it sets you up on like a positive note. So where I like have this bomb morning routine and I journal about gratitude and I like to think of it as like my mornings are my mornings. And if the, if the world wants to throw whatever it wants to me that day, and it's a really hard day, at least I have my mornings and at least I have my mindset right at the beginning of the day. Another experience I have with gratitude. This is something that I love so much. At Thanksgiving, my family's started this gratitude jar. I kind of, started it for my family but we all do it and i love it at least i think <laughs> people comply so it's basically like we just get a bowl and we have little sheets of paper and we write down things that we're grateful for and then at the dinner table at thanksgiving we all go around and we read the gratitude things and i just think it's so lovely especially because i live far from my family i don't get to see them very often so having that moment of gratitude with the people that I love that I don't get to see very often is just so special to me because it's like two things that I love combined. I just, I think it's really special. It's a tradition I want to continue literally forever. Um, and yeah, so throughout the years, throughout my like healing wellness journey, I've definitely established gratitude more because I just see how effective it is in helping me. And I want to like incorporate gratitude into literally everything I do. So that's my experience with gratitude. Um, it's, it's just so beneficial because it shifts you from a lack mindset of, I need more. I don't have enough, which is a miserable feeling. I mean, we all know what it feels like to compare yourself and to look over and feel like you're not enough. It is painful and it sucks. And the reason I have so much to say and the reason I want to share on this podcast and just in my day-to-day -day life is because I want to help all of us I want to help myself I want to help you move from that feeling of not enoughness because I know how painful it is I know how much it sucks and gratitude and really incorporating the feeling the practice the state of being <laughs> of gratitude it shifts you to feeling abundant and like I I just like can't even vocalize how wonderful abundance feels it's like there's so much already and there's more to come there is no shortage of all of the great things in life and feeling that way is literally a 180 from feeling that feeling black like i'm just looking around and i'm seeing all the trees and i'm like there's no shortage of anything if you like the sun is going to be there at least hopefully for the rest of my life <laughs> there is no shortage of oxygen there's no shortage of love there's no shortage of happiness like someone next to you can be incredibly happy and that doesn't mean that you can't there's enough to go around and that is such a comforting loving secure feeling that i want everybody to have because 
it's there. You just have to tap into it. It's, it's all in your mind, which is crazy to think about. Okay. So with gratitude, you appreciate what you have instead of feeling that, that feeling of entitlement. <laughs> is that a word? Instead of feeling entitled, um, like I need more, I need more. You're like, look at what's already here. You see almost everything as a gift. And I think in our like mundane lives, you can think of a lot of your, your things like going to work or driving or walking somewhere as something that you have to do. Or you don't even notice it at all. You're just going about your routine and your day-to-day life. When you keep doing the same exact thing, the shift in your mindset teaches you that this is wonderful. This is a gift. This is incredible to experience. So shifting your mindset trains you to look for abundance and to feel abundance and, and grateful, which is just such a wonderful feeling. And I mean, this generally will improve your mental health. And it's such a big topic. It's such like a foundational mental health topic. That's why I wanted to talk about it kind of early on in all my episodes. And yeah, that's all we got. Um, thank you guys so much for listening. I, I wish you the best of luck on your mental health journey and your experience with gratitude. Um, you can follow me on Instagram. My Instagram's at Sydney Rinder. There's also, I'll put links in the show notes, but there's also ways you can support me now. I have a discount code with a, um, sustainable women owned, uh, activewear company that I love. And then I also have a discount code for this therapist that I'm obsessed with. Her name's Tiffany Rowe and she has a business where she sells courses and little mental health items and they're really really beneficial i'm gonna cop some um she has a coping skill deck that is my next purchase but in the link um my coupon code comes up so you can save some money um but that is all i have for you guys if you like this episode please 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 share it with somebody you think would enjoy it share it with someone who needs to hear it or just you know share it because you liked it and you think somebody else might like it um okay i wish you all the best um I believe in your ability to help yourself and take care. Quick disclaimer that all the views expressed in You Are the Healer are my own. They are not a substitute for any legal, professional, mental health advice. It is just educational purposes and me sharing my experiences. This podcast is not intended to replace any professional medical or mental health advice.